welcome hello hello how are you good to be back with you today for the next episode of your best self podcast the podcast for this week the episode for this week is a very important and a very huge and yet a very simple topic believe it or not it's called undoing fear and this is Dr. Brenda Shoshana with you now, really wanting to open up the whole matter of living without fear, without being crippled by fear, without being guided by fear, without losing the precious resources that we actually have available all the time, but that fear blocks away from us. I'm actually um, the author of a book called Fearless, The P Seven Principles of Peace of Mind. It's a good book. It's a worth book, worthwhile book, worth filled with all kinds of exercises and information. And we're just going to start today in dealing with fear, the tip of the iceberg, but a very important iceberg it is for sure. So welcome to your best self podcast for today. And let's dive right in. Now, it is said, the Course in Miracles tells us that there are only two feelings. One is love and the other is fear. That's quite a blanket statement, of course. Only two feelings. We seem to experience many feelings. Anger, grief, happiness, sorrow, excitement. Many, many different feelings appear. What they mean as, is that there are two fundamental streams of feelings. Love, which is healing, uplifting, supportive, nourishing. And the tributaries from that stream, which would be happiness, encouragement, inspiration, so forth. And the stream fed by the deep feeling of fear. Particularly in this day and age, we seem to be really run by fear, which of course also expresses itself as anger because when we're really afraid, we lose that connection to the other stream, the stream of love, of wisdom, of calm, of clarity. And we're swimming in a very different sea. So this, these energies, these feelings of fear, why, why do they have the power to take over to the extent that they do? That's a very fascinating question. They seem to come upon us and we become paralyzed in many, many ways and engage in activities, thoughts, and behaviors that are not for our own benefit or for the benefit of others. Fear causes us to hide, to lie, to all kinds of actions that we think will protect ourselves to dissemble, to do many, many, many things that are, as I said, are not in our best interest. And it takes our own true power away. See, we don't realize that. Many of the reasons that we cling to fear, that we hold on to it, is because we're not really aware of what it's saying, of what it's doing. It all seems very real. And we're also not aware of the price we pay. You know, part of the fear that comes is instinctive. It's vestigial. 
we were programmed to run away from what we think is danger, to protect ourselves, to protect our family. And that is programmed into our biology in certain ways. I'm not saying if we give up fear that that won't function. If we see a real danger, if there's a fire, we won't put our hands into it. We'll know that kind of reaction is just direct. If there's true danger, we respond to it in a healthy, appropriate way. I'm talking about a different level of fear. All the thoughts that come to us, all the catastrophic expectations, I call them. We're just filled with catastrophic expectations. We want to start a venture and boom, all the thoughts begin to arise quite quickly of what could go wrong. <laughs> or we're in a relationship that seems quite lovely and boom, all the feelings of fear will become activated and it will be make us focus on everything that's wrong with that person <laughs> rather than everything that's right. Again, it's a catastrophic, what could happen here? Catastrophic expectations. We fear being vulnerable. We fear sharing our true nature. We fear caring because we could get hurt. That's what the catastrophic expectation tells us. Be careful. You're going to get hurt. This is almost like a mantra. That is an underlying mantra in our lives. Be careful. Be wary be suspicious. Of course, too much of this turns into paranoia, naturally. There's a spectrum here. And paranoia is, of course, a terrible, terrible state of mind where we suspect and are suspicious of everyone. Trust is gone. So sad, really. Trust is part of that other stream of feelings, the feelings of love. But in paranoia, boom, trust is gone. We are really living in a kind of hell then, suspicious of everyone looking for the worst. Any little sign, any little action gets blown up in our mind. We feel we're being judged, criticized, hated maybe. We feel someone's trying to take our job away or our spouse away or something like that. And that's so painful and, and it takes away our energy. It takes away our clarity. It takes our ability just to live joyfully in this world and constructively away. Can't be your best self then. By best self, I really mean your whole self, your joyful self, your constructive self, which is there. It's always there all the time. And of course, there are times when fear comes and covers it up like a huge thunderstorm coming and covering up the sun and the beautiful sky, which is always right there. So if we want to look more, let's look more at fear. So actually, the more we bring this to awareness, it's like a wind blowing, beginning to move the clouds away, those dark, heavy clouds away. Because we think fear is keeping us safe. And if we can only realize it's doing just the opposite. We'll go, whoa, wait a minute. We'll step back. And we will begin the wonderful, wonderful work of letting go of the feeling of fear. Because ultimately, ultimately, fear is a feeling. 
it can become very strong and it can make you feel it's a reality but no 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 it's simply a feeling that you're going through so one of the first steps of undoing fear is to recognize wait a minute this is just a feeling i'm experiencing i the one who i'm experiencing it are certainly senior to the feeling because i'm experiencing it i'm aware of it i can step back and look at it i can say where am I feeling this in my body? Let's ground it now, rather than it becoming vast and all around us. Where am I actually feeling this fear in my body? Just feel it. Now, you know, we're so afraid to feel it. We do everything not to feel something that seems scary or painful. But this is counterintuitive and extremely effective. Take a moment and just allow yourself to feel the feeling of fear. It's only a feeling. Breathe while you feel it. As you do that, you're beginning to take its power over you away. You could even say hello to the feeling. Hello, fear, how are you today? <laughs> you'll actually laugh when you do that. And you'll see it's something stops right there. The grip the unconscious, uncontrollable grip it has on you begins to loosen a bit. Hmm. Hello. You're feeling the fear. Thank you for sharing. You could say that to the fear. Thank you for sharing. You can leave because it's up to you to allow it to stay or allow it to leave. You see, now what you're doing is you're taking your power back from the fear. It may give you quickly a catastrophe, something horrible is going to happen. You can listen to that, that whatever fear is saying, and you can stop and not immediately buy into it or believe it. Thank you for telling me that. Thank you for sharing. And then you could also, if you choose, quickly replace that catastrophic expectation with a positive thought in your mind. No, that's not going to happen. This could happen as well. It's just a thought. I don't have to buy into it. You can also reverse it. When you begin to do that, you begin to see you have power too. You can choose whether to get drowned in this ocean of fear, buy into these catastrophic expectations, or take control here and say, no, 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 no. Now, I love that moment when we say no. It's a beautiful moment, and it's a hard moment for many to come to. I do not choose to be washed away by fear or by catastrophic expectations. I choose to swim in the stream of love instead, which means I choose positivity. I choose a different outcome. As soon as you realize you have that power to say no, that's enormously strengthening. It begins to break the spell that fear puts us all under. It is a spell. It's a feeling, it's thoughts, it's many, maybe many memories will be shown to you. The fear will bring up all kinds of negative memories, painful memories. But the minute you say no, the minute you see that this is not keeping you safe, 
and it's doing just the opposite. The tide waters of fear will begin not to flow. Of course, there are many, many, many ways that fear tries to get to us. It blinds us, it numbs us, it confuses us. Of course, that's its function. So what, what are we so afraid of, actually? Because that's another way to undo fear. Take a moment. What are we so afraid of? Fear tells us, be careful. You'll be shamed. You'll be humiliated. You'll be rejected in the relationship. You'll lose your job. You'll, your friend is not on your side. One negative thought after another. And then it might show you other instances where this has happened as well. You know, there's a part of all of us called, you could call it the ego self. And it's, I, I, it's a self that, we, that requires constant adulation, attention, validation. It's a part of us that always wants to be reassured that we're okay and things are going well. It's almost like a little child. And it, you know, maybe, maybe the word ego might be pejorative in some sense. And we don't want to be pejorative toward any, any experience that we have. But again, it's awareness that we're looking at. We're looking at this part of ourselves that still lives in us no matter how old we get. It's like a little child. I want what I want when I want it. And if I don't, that means I'm a loser and I'm scared. I'm scared of having names called at me. I'm scared of being the, the dopey, dopey one in the group. I'm scared of being pushed out and rejected. On and on, this little frightened child that's still living within has so much worry and so much fear. So the next incredible and beautiful step in undoing fear is recognizing that little child. You could call it the ego. I call it a child. To me, it's like a little child. Although truly many children are filled with love and very beautiful as well. But there's that aspect to all of us. And just to recognize it and to realize, well, that's just a part of me. And I can take care of that little one now. That's a very big moment. It's a very beautiful moment. I can take care of that little one inside of me now, of that frightened person. That frightened person doesn't have to run the show, no. But I, the part that knows the way, the part that has wisdom and kindness and love, the part that is connected to the river of love, that part can and will run the show. So you really are embracing the frightened part. Some people even speak to it. I'm here for you now. A lot of fear will begin to subside when you do that. A lot of fear will begin to melt away. Partially that little frightened one is scared that there's no one there for it and it doesn't know what to do. It's very, very interesting. We, we, take, we take many, many, many days of our lives to fight and struggle with others, friends, family, relatives. We project 
all of this discomfort that we're feeling within onto them. But a great moment in undoing fear is stopping, looking within, and deciding to take care of that little frightened one within. So we will discuss this much more as our podcasts continue. I really look forward to being with you again weekly, week by week. And and the website for this podcast is www.bestselfbooks.com. You can find many other podcasts on it, as well as audiobooks. I have many audiobooks available, including an audiobook on undoing fear, which will go into this discussion at greater length. More details for you. So thanks so very much for being here. If you want to reach me, you can at topspeaker at yahoo.com. And it's wonderful to be with you. And thank you for listening so much. I'll say goodbye now until the next time. Have a beautiful week and step back from your fear. If you need to talk to me, as I said, contact me at topspeaker at yahoo.com.